0: Hey mama, today we're going to chat about pregnancy and postpartum fitness. This is for you if you've got high expectations of yourself in fitness, if it's a big part of your life and your identity, and you tend to really like to challenge yourself and to maintain your fitness. I know this can be really challenging when we are pregnant and postpartum. And so today we're going to go into three ways that these expectations of ourselves can actually be self-sabotaging and end up being toxic in pregnancy and postpartum. And we're going to talk about how to instead leverage that natural drive that we have, those expectations of ourselves to leverage it for you and for your goals so that it's not accidentally sabotaging you. This is a new season. It's so many changes that are happening through pregnancy and postpartum with our bodies with our fitness with our routines with our life with our lifestyle with our jobs so many changes but it doesn't mean that our internal traits to include our drive our expectations of ourselves are changing right and so many of us especially if you tend to be you know really driven and competitive with yourself or with other people if you have high standards if you tend to be a little bit more maybe type A personality if you take a lot of pride in your fitness and your performance and what your body is capable of this competitive spirit is a gift it's a beautiful thing it's it tends to help you really perform and especially for those of us who are in the military environments which are naturally competitive which are very much driven by performance producing you know kind of proving ourselves i think in many ways as women right and through especially our physical fitness this can tend to lead to extra pressure and anxiety and even fear around all the changes that are happening through pregnancy and postpartum. And those expectations of ourselves can be really rigid. And so much of our identity is shifting, I think, through motherhood seasons, which is part of why it's so hard. And so for those of us who really want to perform, we want to give our best, we want to be our best. We don't want it to let us phase us. We don't want it to hold us back. And and we feel that pressure to prove ourselves uh, to ourselves or even to other people and to prove, you know, what women can do as we go through motherhood and that motherhood doesn't have to limit us, you know, it doesn't have to hold us back. It is something that can enable us to be even stronger and to achieve even more or to set an example for what's possible for the women around us or for our kids. And I think many of us want to lead by example. We want to lead from the front in the military. And so how do we do that when we're pregnant and postpartum? This is what we're going to be talking about today. This drive can turn toxic if we're not careful. And so we're going to talk about how that can take shape so that you can just have that awareness. And so that you can adjust your mindset through pregnancy and postpartum to really serve you so that this drive can be channeled in a really good, productive, healthy direction. Because the truth is, our approach has to shift. This is a different season. We can't quite do what we've always done and keep pushing ourselves to the same extent in the same ways. And so motherhood, in many ways, is this forcing function for a more balanced approach. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. This is super humbling. It rocks our whole world. Um, and, and oftentimes, you know, in our postpartum, it can feel like, Ugh, we're just starting all over again we can feel so far from ourselves you know in our bodies and you know when we look in the mirror it can be so hard to recognize ourselves we can feel so weak and even feel embarrassed or ashamed or insecure about that right when we go back to the gym or when we come back into our unit PT it's that pressure that's heightened then to bounce back really quickly by our environments and we internalize that Along with all these expectations of ourselves, right in our performance, and so so much of our identity and our self worth even can be so wrapped up in our fitness and what we can do and how our bodies look and even perform, and so we have to examine some of those deeper beliefs and narratives that we hold about our fitness and our identity and our bodies, and because none of the practical tactical advice of how we should adjust our fitness through pregnancy and postpartum, what should we change by trimester, what are the things that we can and can't do, what's safe, what's not safe for our baby, none of that matters. And same thing with advice as we get back into fitness postpartum. None of that matters at the end of the day if we do not understand how to approach this mentally because we'll be digging ourselves into really deep holes. It's not just about a list of do's and don'ts and yes, I will give that to you. I constantly will help you understand what is safe and what's not and what's prudent for you. You know, what a timeline can look like for you postpartum as you get back into exercise. I give you all that but this is a deeper look. This is a really critical missing link oftentimes. We have to address not only what's going on in our body physiologically, physically, what's changing but also what's happening in our mind and heart and how that is also changing and how it needs to shift and change. And so that shapes what we do, why we're doing it, and who we are as a mother, athlete, leader, all the things. I want fitness to serve you for the rest of your life. I want you to come back strong from pregnancy. I want fitness to help you feel strong through pregnancy. I want you to feel confident in your approach to fitness as you get back into it postpartum. I want you to be able to get back to all those things that you want to do and that you need to do without frustrating symptoms. I want you to be able to be a great example for your babies in fitness, for the women who look up to you maybe in your formation, for those that you lead and that you serve beside. And so this is what we're gonna talk about today. All right, let's go ahead and dive in. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you wanna make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations of performing your job, stay physically fit and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the Army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures, prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability, and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself and what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips and mindset transformation so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. Now let's dive into the three ways our our natural drive, the pride we take in our fitness and those high expectations of ourselves can actually become toxic and harmful if we are not careful i want to have this discussion on how we tend to self-sabotage so we can be aware of that and then i want to give you the antidotes so you can channel that drive in a positive direction instead of allowing it to really harm you but instead use it for good and to crush those goals of yours at the end of the day so the very first thing that i caution you against is comparison to self or others so this could be you know comparison to how you used to be how you used to perform what you used to be able to do what you wish you could do now this former version of you right and that is definitely something i think many of us feel the tendency to, to go to when we're pregnant or we're postpartum. The other tendency is to compare ourselves to others, right? Maybe it's our peers who are going through what we're, we are right now, other people who are pregnant or postpartum. Maybe it's a friend who did a certain thing at a certain point in their pregnancy, or maybe you're like calculating, okay, how many months pregnant was she when she got back to this event, you know, or, or this PT test or whatever it is. And I think oftentimes when we're comparing ourselves maybe to something we used to capable of or another person or even our former self, it's like we feel like that's the measure of what's good enough in fitness. And so it makes us feel less than if we're not there yet or if we're not there at this time. And I just want to affirm being in this gap is so uncomfortable, right? None of us want to feel less than. And when we are measuring our worth in it, when, it, when we're making it mean that we are good enough as a person or a human being or an athlete, we're hanging our worth and our happiness on this, this number on a scale or maybe it's achieving a certain body composition or hitting certain numbers in our performance. Or what we can lift or what we can maintain through pregnancy, what we can score on a PT test, being able to hang with our male counterparts even, to feel like we're respected enough on the team and impressing others is something that we're we're really bogged down with. Or maybe it's proving ourselves in our physical performance through disproving the stigmas about weakness and being a liability when we're pregnant. I just want to acknowledge all of this because I've felt all these things too in both pregnancies. But the the difference maker in my second pregnancy was that I had much more awareness of this battle that was going on in my mind and how to combat it. And that's what I want to give you today because this is a heavy emotional battle. And oftentimes we experience body dysmorphia through the military, I think, as women, right? Especially when we look at the height and weight standards. And thank goodness they're starting to shift into some changes there for the army at least. But man, that's a hard battle. So inadequacy, insecurity, an unhealthy relationship with fitness, this overfixation or obsession about fitness, exercise, food, coming from this place of having to control it and having just a, a unhealthy, anxiety-driven, stressful relationship with food or looking at exercise and and food even as this means to fix our bodies or to make them smaller so that they can finally be good enough. And it's this undue amount of anxiety and stress around it, right? So how many of you resonate with that? And another thing is when we're falling into this, we're letting everyone and everything else dictate our worth. We're putting it out for sale. And and so what it's making us do, right, is not only that, but it's making us oftentimes go harder, push boundaries more and through pregnancy so that we can disprove all the stigmas or so that, you know, we can feel like we're good enough and that can be counterproductive, Right. Because it can potentially compromise our baby's safety and health, but it can also set us back in our own health and our own healing by compromising our core and pelvic health. It's just more vulnerable during these stages, and so it's not sustainable or healthy to have this approach of comparison to self or others. So what is the antidote to this? What is What can I do to combat this, right? Right. That's what you might be wondering now. So the first thing you can do is just take an inventory of what's going on in your heart and mind. Awareness is always the key before, in, 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 and after the moment, okay? So just examine your motivations, examine the pressures that you feel, bring them to the light because once you understand what are my beliefs, what are these narratives that are driving how I'm approaching fitness, we can look and we can see, oh, How is my identity and and my perspective need to even shift maybe a little bit? How do I need to re-examine my why behind fitness and, and come up with a new why that really grounds me and also drives me and motivates me and keeps a healthy mindset through pregnancy and postpartum so that I can leverage that drive and channel it in a positive, productive direction? We want to be healthy from the inside out, and so we've got to relook at our why. So those are the antidotes. It's the awareness, that inventory, what's going on in your mind and heart and how do I need to shift my perspective and my, my motivations and my intentions behind exercise. Okay, number two, the second thing that can really drive us into a hole and be counterproductive is pushing through at all costs. I just want to acknowledge this mentality of pushing through is oftentimes something that we carry through pregnancy and postpartum because guess what? It's led to success it's made us be a good athlete this idea of hard work and hustle and and doing what it takes to push makes us better pushing our limits is what makes us better yeah that is what gets us better makes us better athletes it makes us better in every area of our life it's a good thing most of the time and we're often taught to push through pain and discomfort especially in the military because again our training is meant we want to push ourselves in training to get better And so we tend to stress the body and persevere and just push ourselves when it's exhausted because this is what helps us develop that toughness physically and mentally individually and also as teams and i think many of us are just conditioned with this mindset through our entire life as an athlete and through our entire military career probably right in whatever fitness communities we're a part of and so it's so much harder to look and see ourselves during pregnancy and postpartum and to see oh, this might not be the time for that. Like, it's not like a switch we can just flip off very easily. So it's so much harder to give ourselves permission to scale back or to take it slower or to just realize that this is not the season to like push ourselves past exhaustion. Pregnancy and postpartum is just so hard to know sometimes how hard can we safely push from a practical standpoint and then like, how do we deal with this mentally, right? When and how hard should we push? When should we slow down and scale back? When should we take it easier? When should we give ourselves and our body more grace? versus you know pushing ourselves to be really consistent you know what timelines are actually realistic so that our expectations themselves are not toxic or self-sabotaging so we're not pushing our body before it's ready which ends up increasing the risk of injury right or complications in our recovery that's what i did not recommended and i think so many of us regret pushing too hard too soon for our bodies ready because we deal with the after effects of that and for me it was long term urinary incontinence for all of us it's just like how do we adjust and how do we know how hard to push ourselves What I want to affirm to you is that it's actually going to be faster and smoother if you're more patient and more diligent in approaching those early months postpartum as rehab and actually giving your body the space and grace it needs to heal and to take it slower than what is comfortable for you. And so it feels too easy. It feels counterintuitive, right? It does not come natural to most of us with this personality, with this drive and with these high expectations of ourselves because we've always been taught and conditioned to push as athletes physically and mentally. So what is the antidote to this? It is to, number one, strengthen our brain-body connection to learn how to actually listen to your body. So this physical and mental awareness of what does my body need right now, and then secondly, to actually accept that. And it takes this discernment, it takes this awareness, it takes that decision to, right? And, and that certain level of humility around that, the, the discipline to actually listen to our body when it's telling us, hey, we need to slow down a little bit, when it's saying it's not quite ready for that demand. When it's saying, you know what, this might not be the best for my core and my pelvic floor through pregnancy. We're not fragile. We're not fragile during these chapters, but we're also not invincible. And so this is, again, a more vulnerable time, especially for our core and our pelvic floor, as well as our mental and emotional health. It's a more vulnerable time. So we have to surrender our pride and our ego in a lot of ways. And honestly, one thing we can do is that voice that we've been trained to ignore... This pain, the discomfort that we push through. Oftentimes, when we hear that voice of we want to give up because it's hard, we've been taught and trained to push through that as an athlete because that's where we make the money, right? Is we see the results when we push through. But this is just not the case during pregnancy and postpartum. And so, that is a mental cue we've got to learn to listen to during this temporary chapter. And I just want to encourage you, it is temporary. It feels like forever, right? But this is just not the time to challenge ourselves in that way. And that time will come again before you know it. So, just be patient be patient give yourself grace now and know that that time is coming it's just not now it's not during pregnancy It's not during early postpartum when we're rebuilding that foundation after nine plus months of rapid change in our bodies and the physical trauma of childbirth no matter how what type of birth experience you had whether it was a c-section whether it was a vaginal delivery whether it was with tearing if you had pelvic floor tearing vaginal tearing or not No matter how smooth your birth experience goes, no matter how much you were able to work out all the way up until your due date and maintain your fitness, we still have to be humble enough to rebuild postpartum because our body needs it and if we don't respect that we will bear the cost on the back end and I just don't want that for you it's not worth it and so let me just be that voice of reason amidst all the voices of whether it's society or military culture and your own internal expectations that are pushing you to to really focus on bouncing back as quickly as possible it's not about pushing past the early stage of recovery that is the most critical time. And just by respecting those first few months, you're going to set yourself up for much more success moving forward and getting back to all the fitness you want to and in performing and feeling like, you know, your body is at a good place and its functionality also for the rest of your life. That's what all of us want, right? So just remember there's nothing to prove, but there's a lot to gain by just making those smart, sustainable decisions when it comes to training and how we're approaching our fitness through pregnancy and through postpartum because we want to support our health we want to support our baby's health and our performance later too it's not just about right this right now in this moment what can i you know prove prove myself in and what can i do to push myself it's much more about the long game right when you feel like you are trying to prove something to yourself or others that is a sign you might want to scale back or adjust your boundaries know there is a clear difference between the burn of a good challenging workout right The, the muscle burn and pain or discomfort from your body that's a sign you need to actually pay attention to so anything in your pelvic floor any pain or heaviness or a bulging sensation like something's falling out if you're leaking pee in any way or leaking in any way coning this outward bulging along the linea alba this vertical line of your abdomen because your core is made of connective tissue and it's its integrity is compromised during pregnancy and postpartum. So you may see this out there in the messaging associated with diastasis recti. So if you're experiencing any of those symptoms, that is when you need to scale back slightly. And you can try different approaches to modifying. And I give you that in a number of my podcast episodes. So you can go ahead and listen to other ones about this. And I'll give you some recommendations after um, I go through these tips. But that's the thing. Education is empowering. We got to know how to listen to our body. So we got to learn this skill. And it is a skill becoming aware of our body and not just pushing through that understanding it's feedback it's data points of whether or not you're ready to progress or whether you need to slow down a bit it's so critical so you can just know when a movement is not quite right for you at this time or you can be confident that it is because you've built up to that and now you can push yourself more in it so that's exactly what i teach you in my postpartum program i walk you through how to do this i help you assess risk versus reward of those movements based on both your goals and to respect and honor where your body is at actually at not just where it used to be not where other people to your left or right are at this stage you know at point in time in their pregnancy or at this point in time in their postpartum experience not where you wish that your body was right those things that you're comparing yourself to but exactly where it is right now and what it's telling you and this is all again primarily based on your core and pelvic floor because those are the areas of your body that are under the most stress and change through pregnancy and postpartum just because of the way our body adapts to baby and also the way we give birth and again regardless of of birth type so this is what I guide you through in my postpartum program and I also cover this in many podcast episodes so you can go and listen to any of the ones that you want and it's going to help you in this number three going back to the long game so when we become so focused on results and the, the outcome and those numbers maybe or the external appearance or exactly what our body is capable of how it's performing, we end up losing sight of what matters most. And we also cause this unnecessary stress and anxiety and and pressure on ourselves. And we place our worth in those results or in our weight, our body's appearance, the fitness numbers. It's not empowering at the end of the day. We end up feeling like a victim to everything that's happening to us in pregnancy and postpartum. You know, we get into that mental hole of, I'm losing all the fitness I've worked so hard for, right? We get so caught up in, I'm so far from where I want to be. I, you know, I haven't lost my baby weight yet. What is wrong with me? We get so caught up in that. And so I, I just want to honor all of those feelings are incredibly valid because this is really, really hard. There's a tension there, right? Being on the growth journey. But I think it's it's kind of this like microcosm of life itself. Life is all about like being on that growth journey. We're always going to fall short in this life of, of perfection, right? Of the glory of God, of heaven. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that it's not worth striving for but it also means that we've got to rest in god's love for us and know that we are worthy as we are as well we can we can pursue those fitness goals we can pursue the changes to the numbers on the scale we can pursue a higher you know fitness score on our pt test we can we can aim for those body composition changes we want to see so we can feel more like ourselves again in our body but we also need to know that we are worthy of love and acceptance and that we are beautiful our bodies are beautiful as we are as well it doesn't take away from The fact that your body is good and dignified and worthy of love and appreciation as it is as well. You know, this journey, this journey matters and how we treat ourselves and our bodies in this journey matters. And so focus on those results. Yes, if they're going to drive you great, but do not lose sight of the rewarding parts of in the meaning of the journey and all those little victories along the way and the way that it's shaping you really into who God wants you to be just because you're so focused on getting to the top of the mountain. You don't want to lose sight of the view. Along the way, you might not feel like you can quite be happy or like you can you know, love your body or even accept your body until you make it, until you fix certain things that are wrong with it in your eyes, right? When you see things change on a scale, when you see things change when you look in the mirror, until you get rid of whatever society tells you is wrong with your body. But it's often this ever-moving target because we're always finding something that makes us not good enough. If we're approaching exercise from that place with our main intention of, okay, i got to lose this weight, I'm doing this to fix my body, to shrink my body. It's okay, it's good to have the goals, but exercise is about so much more than this. And so I just encourage you to take this moment and opportunity to really foster a healthy, holistic relationship with exercise and with fitness in your body. I completely get all of those pressures. I completely get how hard it is to look in the mirror and to be like this. I just feel like this is foreign. My body is foreign to me. And that is a place that you just want to like rush past. I totally get it because I've been there too. But it doesn't have to be, we don't have to stay there, stay stuck there. We don't have to let it spiral. It's okay to validate that feeling, but we don't have to like wallow in it. And so I want you to foster a healthier relationship with fitness and this can make all the difference in the world with both feeling comfortable and confident in your body, even as it's changing through these different stages and just at peace in the process. And so it's not about falling into kind of complacency or mediocrity. I'm all about the growth mindset and continual improvement. And, and there's a balance there though. It's loving the journey and, a, and able to experience the joy in the journey, but then also pushing ourselves, right? And never quite settling. And and this is hard. But that balance, I think, can be a beautiful thing when we are approaching it from that place of looking, zooming out, and seeing the big picture. We're in this for the long game, right? And so it's not just a short-sighted tunnel vision of what am I going through right this second? I, th- I want you to have the perspective of this is a temporary season. This is your antidote. It's just a blip in your lifelong health and your fitness, your entire entire life of fitness and your entire life of performing and athletic endeavors our fitness will fluctuate through different seasons of life and maybe motherhood is the first season that's really challenged you in approaching it from that balanced place i know it was for me for sure as a competitive athlete all my life as a college volleyball player right like this is the first time other than i would say my acl surgeries in college that i've had to actually adapt my approach to fitness and to be more balanced And someday, I want to be a grandmother running around with my grandkids, squatting, bending down, keeping up with them. I want to have the energy and physical ability to actually do that. And what's going to help me get there is actually taking the time to heal my core and pelvic floor when I'm immediately postpartum and give myself the grace to actually approach it from the perspective of letting myself adjust when it's necessary to adjust. I know that's so hard when we're in the thick of it. But if we can go back there and remember our why, the big picture of life, and the purpose of fitness in this season, and also many seasons to follow, the role it plays in fueling our contribution and our calling, when we get frustrated and discouraged, it's going to really help. So that is the antidote. Zooming out, widening your perspective, keeping the long game in mind, that is athletic maturity to see that big picture. I know this season feels like forever when we're in it, right? But it is truly temporary. So just keep reminding yourself that and, and stay focused on the process and the journey versus so outcome results driven. I know this is hard because many of us are very results driven and that's what helps us to achieve, right? But this is just a different season and so it's okay to adjust your mindset. So I hope that this is a helpful deep dive into mindset today and how we can really not even sometimes realize some of these parts of how our drive and our personality and our competitiveness may not quite be serving us in this chapter. They've benefited us our whole life. I want to affirm that too. This is hard because we've been conditioned to think this way and we've also been rewarded by it and they have benefited us they've made us strong athletes they've helped us perform they've helped us achieve in different you know areas of our life especially probably in our careers or you know in in maybe maybe it was sports maybe it was career maybe it's our our academics whatever it is you know It might not quite serve us exactly in this season unless we channel it for good. So that's what I want to help you do. We want to not just turn the dial down on those parts of our personality because it's not like we're trying to stamp them out, but we want to take that raw drive, those high expectations of ourselves, the ambition, the competitiveness. We want to channel it for good. We want to like push it in the right direction so it doesn't self-sabotage, right? So it doesn't drive us into those deeper, you know, anxieties or insecurities, through these chapters when so much of our lifestyle, our routines, our norm in fitness and our bodies are changing. So this is how we can deal with the change better and we can ultimately embrace it because embracing it is what's going to help us emerge a stronger athlete, become a more mature athlete and have an even better foundation for well-rounded fitness than we had pre-pregnancy. I can tell you that i am a much more well-rounded athlete than i ever was in my entire life and after two babies and it's a beautiful thing it's a gift that we can receive if we allow ourselves to adjust our just our mindset going into it and when we're in the thick of it and, and following it as well so as we finish up here this was helpful to you grab a pen and paper you're going to want to be ready to write these down. I'm going to give you each of the episodes for pregnancy and postpartum fitness that I think would be good follow on to this if you haven't already listened to them. So I'm going to give you episode numbers. So you ready to write down? Pause me if you need to, grab it, and then come back or just write these in your phone on the notes. All right, episode 70 is on running while pregnant. This dives into everything you need to know about is running safe? How long is it safe for? How long should I continue? How long can I continue? What are the things I need to be mindful of? What are some red flags to look for? And how to kind of approach that like just a very it's a very comprehensive guide to running while pregnant so that's episode 70 episode 7 this one is how to exercise safely and maintain fitness through pregnancy so i cover strength training how to adjust by trimester how hard to push yourself a lot of things we've been talking about today but more practicals right how to have a healthy pregnancy to stay fit and come back stronger postpartum all right episode 7 Episode 66 is the secret to getting more results from your workouts and seeing more progress in fitness. So if you feel like, I'm not seeing the progress that I want to postpartum or really anytime, this is for you. Give you a bunch of tips there. Number 63 and 64 are all of the biggest myths that I see and we're doing a lot of myth busting here. So the most harmful, outdated pieces of advice I see out there on postpartum fitness This is all very prevalent in the military community, in the health and fitness space, the fit influencer space on social media, and then also a lot of, you know, when you Google, okay, and a lot of conversations with moms, I don't want you to fall victim to these misconceptions and I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to know instead about each of these. Number 30 and 31 are my biggest secrets to a successful postpartum recovery. So how to optimize and speed up your return to fitness. So go listen to that if that's something that you want to do. Number 13 is the 10 biggest pitfalls that I see moms make that I've absolutely made too in returning to fitness postpartum and navigating a new baby and how to avoid these. So this is both covering fitness and also more um, well-rounded for the approach to postpartum. Number three to five is this is the best place to start if you are preparing for postpartum or if you are early postpartum. I give you a timeline for postpartum fitness. So I start with the first episode on the first couple months, how to heal early on, the guidance on what to start when, what to do before you get to that first doctor's clearance, and when you do receive that six week clearance, it's really evidence-based advice and considerations for every single phase of recovery so that you can rebuild a strong pelvic floor, heal your diastasis recti, get back to all the kinds of exercise that you want to and you need to do, and you can ultimately feel more confident in your body again. So you're going to want to listen to those if you haven't already. Some of my very first episodes, three through five number eight is fitting in workouts as a busy mom this is 10 tips to find the time the motivation and the energy to exercise postpartum and with the baby at home or with multiple little ones and then number 59 is a similar but slightly different approach it's got 10 secrets to finding the time to exercise as a working mom so this is more so how to i would say a better one for when you go back to work as well how to fit workouts into your jam-packed schedule (laughs) so the first one is a little bit more oriented towards especially if you're a newborn but the second one is a little bit more about like okay how do we fit into our schedule when we've got all these things going on on when we're working and everything else number 29 is easy fun or low or zero equipment ways to work out at home or on the go so if you want easy workouts um, from home or with a z- little equipment or if you're traveling if it's during the holidays or when it's hard to find the time this is going to help you out a lot number 29 number 22 is how to stay on track in fitness and maintain an a- active healthy lifestyle while staying balanced during the holidays number 21 Number 14 is navigating fitness tests, physical events, pressure to perform as a postpartum military mom. So I went through some personal experiences there and just some tips for you. If you're navigating those things, um, if you're preparing for a fitness test or if you're it's just kind of in the thick of feeling that pressure to perform postpartum in the military then that one is for you so get ready to get your binge listen on i wanted to share those with you just to follow up because there's there's so much we can dive into here and i want you to feel like you really are receiving everything that you need to be successful in this the last thing i'll share is that piecing together all these tips is great but if you are postpartum and you're just like dying to get back to everything that you need to do again and you want a roadmap to follow if you want a straightforward step-by-step plan, somebody to just guide you in so you don't have to think about it, so you don't have to kind of put together your own plan. Nobody's got time to really figure it out on your own. If you want a step-by-step recovery roadmap so that you can really you can fit that training plan into your busy mom life and help you get to where you want to be then my postpartum program is a great great solution for you so go check it out it's strong and resilient and you'll see it in the show notes below because the reality is if you're in the military you've probably got timelines that you're up against things you got to get back to successfully and you probably don't want to waste the time trying to sort through all the conflicting information that's out there on google and the facebook groups and military community right and piece together everything yourself of what exercises are going to help you make the quickest progress towards your goals what exercises are going to be diastasis safe and what's what's not and how to get back to running without symptoms and you know how do i get back to these things on the pt test when they they tend to be the things that are supposedly not diastasis safe i i totally get it i understand where you're coming from and i also understand you know that pressure you feel to you know want to look in the mirror and be happy with your body again to lose your baby weight without decreasing your milk supply to follow an easy plan that removes all the guesswork and confusion from what to do to actually get to where you want to be. So that's what I'm here to help you do. I want to help you take a strategic, intentional approach to your recovery because I know how hard it is to figure out how to approach this. I know how hard it is to ease in when every part of you feels that pressure to push past the the uncomfortable early stages, right? But I also understand that you don't get good guidance from probably the military community. You probably don't get good guidance from your doctor other than just, you know, once you're six weeks, okay, all clear, just listen to your body and ease back in. Like, what does that mean? It does not, it, I can tell you, it does not mean a green light to go back to every single thing that you were doing before. Your body needs an on-ramp process and that's what... You need a strong foundation if you're going to be able to get back to all the things you want to do without all the symptoms. So that's what I'm here to help you do is to build that strong foundation that's going to enable you to just catapult you into performance and into really um, seeing the progress you want to make in your fitness. Okay. So. Do not go at this on your own. You don't have to. You do not have to do this alone. So I'm here for you. And if you if you join me Inside Strong and Resilient, I want to share what are you gonna get. So you get instant lifetime access to the full 18-week postpartum training program. It includes guidance that begins right away when you give birth, and the full exercise plan. It gives you demo videos for each movement, in-depth exercises on a bunch of different topics like healing, diocese recti, the 10 signs and symptoms you need to be mindful of, how to overcome body image struggles. It's really going to help you to get the results that you want to see. And then I give you a bunch of bonus workouts in addition to those eight 18 weeks of the actual training program because these are important to have in your back pocket. I know there's those days when your baby will not let you set them down, right? And so I give you baby-friendly, what I call baby-friendly workouts for those fussy days when you have to carry them. Um, I give you running and jumping workouts to keep building your confidence with that, with speed, with explosive movements, and more so you don't have to worry about leaking when you get back to running and jumping, right? I give you a bunch of core workouts so that you can continue forward once you graduate the program and continue to build that core strength and continue to um, close that ab gap if that's something that you're concerned with that's something that your body is still needing at that time so I also give you a series of short self-paced videos where I teach my top tips to just not just survive but actually thrive in the postpartum period this is a really positive integrated approach to focusing on your whole health and not just your physical fitness and so it's kind of this one-stop shop with the tools you need to tackle postpartum life with much more confidence much more peace and just motherhood experience in general everything from work-life balance to returning to work to mom guilt and some of those like deep mental health struggles that we often experience in postpartum it really helps you with all those things. I give you printable calendars for each phase so you can kind of visually see your progress and track um, where you are and cross them off and take out kind of the mental work and stress of what to do when. I give you a pri- access to a private Facebook group where you have access to me to answer any questions. Uh, you can have community of other women. And then I also will give you access to ongoing updates and additions for life. You will have access to this for life. There's no expiration date. So if you have more babies down the road or whatever, then you will always have access to it. All right. So Come join me. Come join me. If this is something that you feel like you need a little bit of support in, or you just want that plan to follow, we all need that plan to follow. That's the truth. It's so much easier than trying to figure it out on your own. Again, trying to kind of duct tape everything together. All these pieces of advice that you receive, some may not be good, some may not be trustworthy. So you deserve the best quality guidance out there. And if you're in the military, there is there is no program that's tailored towards the military other than this that i know about and so it's gonna it's gonna be directly oriented towards everything that you're personally experiencing all those pressures that you feel internally that are just unique to your demands and so i'm here for you i'm here to support you and let me know if you have any questions you can always reach out to me at megan at arm to the if you have any questions about whether or not this would be a good fit for you i look forward to seeing you inside and i would just love to serve you through that capacity and If this episode was helpful to you, if this resonated with you, if you're like, man, yes, I have very high expectations of myself and I got to learn to give myself grace. I got to learn to listen to my body. I got to learn how to adjust in this chapter. And I want to leverage that drive for good. And you know of friends and others who are similar to you. Maybe it's somebody that you work with in the military. Maybe it's a friend that you went to college with who's now pregnant or postpartum who also takes pride in their fitness please share this episode with a friend because this is how we keep getting the word out for more women who need it I wish I wish I wish I wish I had this kind of guidance when I was going through my first pregnancy and postpartum it would have made all the difference in the world and it would have helped me avoid so much of the mistakes that I made and so don't let your friends make the same mistakes okay and this is why this is why I do what I do this is why you know, I've worked so hard to find squeeze in time here and there to record these podcast episodes for you in the middle of mom life and active duty army life. It's, It's tough, but it's worth it because I don't want other women to feel alone through these chapters. And I don't want you to, again, have to experience some of the pains that I went through. And so I just pray that God uses this for good and really blesses you today. And I hope that you can bless somebody else by sharing this as well. All right. I will talk to you again soon, my friend. I'll see you next time.